Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for Monday, November the 25th, 2019. So today we're going to read from Revelation chapter 21, verse 5 through 27. He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. He said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty, I will give water without cost from the spring of the water of life. To those who are victorious will inherit all this, and I will be their God, and they will be my children. But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters and liars, They will be consigned to the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. One of the seven angels who had the seven bowls full of the seven last plagues came and said to me, Come, I will show you the bride, the wife of the Lamb. And he carried me away in the spirit to a mountain great and high. And he showed me the holy city, Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God. It shone with the glory of God, and its brilliance was like that of a very precious jewel, like a jasper, clear as crystal. It had a great high wall with twelve gates, and with the twelve angels at the gates. On the gates were written the names of the twelve tribes of of Israel. There were three gates on the east, three on the north, three on the south, and three on the west. The wall of the city had twelve foundations, and on them were the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. The angel who talked with me had a measuring rod of gold to measure the city and its gates and walls. The city was laid out like a square, as long as it was wide. He measured the city with the rod and found it to be twelve thousand stadia in length, and as wide and high as it is long. The angel measured the wall using human measurements, and it was a hundred and forty-four cubits thick. The wall was made of jasper, and the city pure gold, as pure as glass. The foundations of the city walls were decorated with every kind of precious stone. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third agate, the fourth emerald, the fifth onyx, the sixth ruby, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth turquoise, the eleventh jacinth, and the twelfth amethyst. The twelve gates were twelve pearls, each gate made of a single pearl. The great street of the city was of gold, as pure as transparent glass. I did not see a temple in the city, because the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. The city does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives it light, and the Lamb is its lamp. The nations will walk by its light, and the kings of the earth will bring their splendor into it. On no day will its gates ever be shut, for there will be no night there. The glory and the honor of the nations will be brought into it. Nothing impure will ever enter it, nor will anyone who does what is shameful or deceitful. 
but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. So this is a picture of the glorious new heaven uh, that John the Revelator gives us. And we need to know that in this revelation, there's a lot of symbolism. There are a lot of things that maybe we, we aren't even really sure exactly what all they mean. Sometimes we try to read too much into um, this apocalyptic kind of literature, especially things about modern times. What we do know here, and what is pretty clear, is um, that this new heaven that comes down out of heaven, that it is this glorious city. And, and the main thing that we notice here is that God dwells with mankind. That God will be their God and they will be God's people. And there's this picture of this spring of water of life um, where people can come who are thirsty and drink from it. Um, but there is a warning here that this city, although the gates are never shut, people who refuse to believe, people who uh, choose uh, evil, people who choose their own sinful ways, um, they will not enter the city. Um, and, and so that, to us, gives us this understanding that the city is this holy city. And it is not defiled by the things that we see in our world. Things like evil, uh, things like murder, things like children being sold into slavery. That those things will no longer exist. What we do see in this city is an interesting thing, that there is no temple. Um, every city in John's day would have had a temple. And multiple temples for the various gods of the day. But Jerusalem, especially uh, the city of God, it was known for its temple. And the temple was this magnificent structure at its peak uh, where the glory of God dwelled with God's people. But in this city, there is no temple because God immediately dwells with God's people. There's no separation between God and the people of God. There's also a picture of God illuminating this place with his glory. And so what I want us to hear is that the ultimate goal of God's uh, new creation, of the new Jerusalem, if you will, is that God will now be present with God's people and they will dwell together in peace and in safety. It says the gates will never be shut. Gates were used to defend against intruders. And, and there's this picture that God has come and set up his kingdom. God will dwell with God's people. There won't be a need for a temple. The light of God will illuminate the place. The living water of God will be available to all. And safety and security will not be issues anymore because evil will be dealt with. What I want to say today is this picture is beautiful, and I think it's something we all dream of. But I think the life God intends for us is kind of a foretaste, as we sing in that old hymn, Blessed Assurance. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. That God wants to dwell with us today. 
God wants to live with us. God wants to give us living water. God wants to give us peace and safety and security in him. And so I think what we should take from this passage today is not that someday in the sweet by and by everything will be perfect, but that this life is what God really has for us now, that we can begin to taste the beginnings of this life now. So as we go about our day, we should realize that God dwells with us and we dwell with God, that God wants to be our God and we can be his people simply by putting our trust and our faith in God. We can be the people of God. We can talk to God throughout the day. We can sense God's presence with us as we go about our days. We can have safety and security in trusting God and knowing that even in our death, Christ will raise us to new life. And I think what we really should take from this passage is that what is going to be in the new Jerusalem can begin in our lives today. And that we can, as the hymn says, have a foretaste of glory divine as we go about this Monday morning. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning. And I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.